0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I would never do that to you guys. It is a teaching tutorial Thursday with Professor Greg Cosell from NFL Films University in session. It's presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, which is America's number one rated sportsbook for a reason. It's also the last show of the week, which means a couple things. It means Friday, Saturday, and Sunday – You can and should check out the Fantasy Feast. We finished Joe Dolan's wide receiver rankings for rookies for fantasy football, which is a great eval of those young players. College draft, we're continuing our series. We did the AFC West every pick this week, which I know you'll enjoy. Even Money Podcast, John Jastrzemski from New York City did some awesome stuff as well. Talking about NBA, little NHL, a lot of NFL talk as well on the EVA Money Podcast. So plenty for you guys to listen to, and plenty of you get to be winners today. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Yeah, that's me, Mike Singletary. You know, when you're when you're growing a podcast network like this, we need everybody. We need all hands on deck. We are all in this together. Love those of you that spread the word, like Jeremy Miller, who retweeted yesterday's Fantasy Feast podcast. I see you, Jeremy. I saw that. Send me an email, ross at rosstucker.com. Let me know. I still have the AFC Championship game press pass. I still have Jags-Eagles. I got plenty if you want it, Jeremy. Let me know. Sponsor confirmation email winner, Jan Lehman. Now, those of you that follow me on social media at Ross Tucker NFL, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, you saw that Jan got a story for his twin sister who's fighting cancer. Jan, that was awesome. Love that you got a story for myfrontpagestory.com and love that it meant so much to your sister and to you. The YouTube shout-out, Michael Daly. So Michael, you got to email me and let me know who you want the cameo-style video shout-out. It's the only way it works. I can't give you a shout-out unless I know who it's for. All of you can get a YouTube sty- a cameo-style YouTube shout-out by going to youtube.com slash NFL, subscribing, it's free, and then comment on any video so I can see that you are not just there and subscribing, you commented. Other than that, it's Big Show time. The Big Show. Mentioned it earlier, I'll say it again. We got Greg Cosell. He is the NFL matchup show executive producer and on air talent, which is a great thing, Greg. You are your own boss. You have uh, to give yourself a raise, Greg. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't quite work like that, Ross. <laughs> I wish it did. Yeah, I mean, that'd be amazing. Does Greg Cosell, the executive producer, ever criticize Greg Cosell, the on air talent and tell me uh, he's do a better job
2: all the time, all the time. I walk out of the shoot every week. And I think to myself, five things I could have done better. Uh, I'm very, very hard on myself, Ross. And I, then I can't wait for next week's show to try to be better.
0: I love it. That's the attitude to have in life. That's the way you need to attack things. I love it. I also am loving this divisional series we're doing, Greg. It's so fun. NFC East last week. We'll do NFC South next week. Today we've got the NFC North. There's a lot to talk about in the NFC North. Before we do, though, two guys' names I just wanted to ask you about. One in particular. We're past the June 1st date for salary cap transactions. We obviously talked about Julio Jones last week and how you feel about him with people believing a trade is impending there. What about Zach Ertz? There's an assumption that Zach Ertz will be traded at some point. It hasn't happened. He's not working out with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. He did not have a great year, Greg. But I guess I want to know what you think he still has left and what he can offer a team, some of these teams like you know whether it's the Colts or the Bills or any of these teams that could theoretically be interested in him.
2: What do you think Zach Ertz still offers a team? I think Zach Ertz offers a team a a dependable short at times intermediate receiver. He's very good at as a route runner at working against leverage, getting open. He has almost no run after catchability. So you have to understand what Zach Gertz is. That's what he can give a team. He's not going to give a team any kind of vertical dimension. He's not a tight end that's going to run the seam at this point in his career. Last year, maybe he was injured, but the tape showed that he struggled a bit, that it looked like he was a step slower. Uh, Can't speak to, I know he was injured much of the season, so I can't speak to what his health is now. But even I, I would say at his best right now, he offers you mostly a short to intermediate receiver who will not really provide an explosive element. He's more of a of a dependable kind of tight end than a big play tight end. And the big play tight ends of course have become much more prevalent in this league and that's who everybody's looking for. So, question on that. And I'm not an expert, right?
0: Watching Zach Ertz, it always seemed like he got open. Can do that, and a lot of times it was his route running, his savvy, yep, his football intelligence. I mean, he's still fairly young. He's played eight years. I guess I feel like the and correct me if you think I'm wrong, Greg. But the route running and the savvy and the football intelligence that that should sustain for probably at least two or three more years, and he can still be very productive.
2: It could, but I think the way people look at it, and this could be incorrect, is the numbers he put up because he was a high-level volume target and, and obviously a high-level uh, reception player. He's not going to be that guy wherever he goes. He's not going to catch 110 balls. So I think he can still be a factor, and you're, you're 100% correct. He's a terrific route runner. He really understands how to work against leverage of defenders, create separation. He can still do those things. Um, but he caught – what, 90, 100, hundred, hundred plus balls, I don't believe that that would happen. Of course, much depends on where he goes. If he were to go to Buffalo, that would not happen. Let's
0: get into the NFC North as we are into our second of eight divisional previews over the next couple months. It's easier just to go alphabetical order. Let's start with the Chicago Bears, Greg. Very interesting team. They have Andy
2: Dalton, but then they moved up to get Justin Fields. Well, and that's the storyline is Justin Fields, the week one starter. They're going to say all the right things. That's irrelevant at this point in June. Um, I know that, again, I'm not going to be there through the OTs and a training camp, but barring anything unforeseen, I personally would put Justin Fields out there, but we'll see what they do. There's no right or wrong answer to that. Um, I think what they've tried to do as well is to improve their O-line. They drafted Tevin Jenkins, who is an attitude player. Now, they're going to play him at left tackle. Some would think that's not his best position, uh, that he's a right tackle, which is what he predominantly played at Oklahoma State, although he did play left tackle one year. So he has played the position before, but he is a physical, competitive attitude player. The interesting thing that they've done is they've really added some speed at the receiver position. We know they drafted Darnell Mooney a year ago. They signed Demir Bird. Demir Bird's been in this league a long time because he can run. Um, They have Marquise Goodwin. We'll see if he makes the team. But they have speed at the wide receiver position. And Justin Fields obviously has the best arm of any of the quarterbacks on their roster. I think they would like to – be a running team as well. I think they would like this offense, the foundation of it, regardless of who plays quarterback, Ross, to go through David Montgomery.
0: Yeah, you know what? Uh, He showed me something last year. I, I remember thinking his first year, this kid, I don't get it. But last year, he showed me some things. I'm a little confused by some of the moves on the offensive line. I'm not sure they're better at either tackle spot, to be honest with you moving on from Leno and Massey and going with Jenkins and either Elijah Wilkinson or maybe the fifth-round pick Borum. He's a
2: very interesting player, Ross. I watched his tape. He is a big athletic kid. He's out of the University of Missouri. I believe he's about 6'6", 330, but he's light on his feet. Uh, Again, I don't know the kid, so I can't speak to his, his competitiveness. It appeared to be fine on tape. He could well end up being the starter at right tackle. Why would you start fields right away? First of all, I think that I'm a believer in putting quarterbacks out there unless they literally cannot execute. Uh, Because I think that's the way you learn how to play the position. Um, We know what we have with Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. Um, They've obviously made the decision Foles isn't a starter because they wouldn't have brought Dalton in otherwise. Um, So you know what you have in Andy Dalton, who by the way did not play particularly well with the Cowboys last year. So, If Justin Fields can execute your offense to some degree, obviously he can't execute everything. I just think that's the best way for him to learn is to put him out there and let him play. Are they still an elite defense? Um, I think they have a number of really good players, but I, I don't think they played that way a year ago. Uh, Khalil Mack was not the same player a year ago, but you're not going to say he's not a good player. He can still be a dominant player. Um, they still have Akeem Hicks. He can be really dominant inside. Um, I thought Roquan Smith had a very good year a year ago, uh, sort of under the radar because the Bears were not a really good team. So I think their two linebackers, Smith and Trevathan, are still good players with with Smith being an ascending, higher-level player. Um, You know, it's the secondary that's a bit of a concern now because at the corner position, Jalen Johnson had a very nice year as a rookie. They signed Desmond Trufant. I don't, again, I haven't studied every snap of Desmond Trufant, but my sense from having seen him is that he's a bit of a question mark right now. Speaking of question marks,
0: Greg, I am looking at the Detroit Lions roster right now. Their receivers brashad perriman tyrell williams and i think probably amon ross saint brown i think
2: maybe those are the three guys they roll yeah. with at receiver um yeah although the one guy i would keep an eye on is uh is Quintes cephas i think he's going to be an interesting player he came out of the university of wisconsin um he was drafted late because he ran a poor 40 time. He's he ran a four seven two, I believe, which by the way, was the same 40 time Anquan Bolden ran um, because I was there when he ran it. Um, But Cephas, I thought when he got a chance to play last year, played well, he plays faster than his time speed, not a burner, but he plays faster. So, Uh, And I'm on Ross St. Brown. I think he's just a professional receiver from day one. He very much reminded me watching his USC tape of a receiver like Robert Woods, another USC player back in the day. But he's just a a professional receiver, not explosive, but knows how to get open. And you can line him up both outside and in the slot. I think they're going to try to run the ball a lot. Well, I couldn't agree more um, because you look who they have. Um, They've got Swift. They've got Williams. I mean, the Williams signing, say what you want. Jamal Williams is a quality NFL back, and they drafted Jamar Jefferson in the seventh round, who is a volume runner at Oregon State. We'll see. Um, They even drafted a kid, Rakeem Boyd, who a lot of people like out of the University of Arkansas, another guy who's kind of a sustaining grinder type back. So they've got a lot of backs to work with. Defensively, what stands out to you there? Uh, well, it's going to be very interesting. Aaron Glenn's a first-year D coordinator, um, and uh, I know a lot of people are very high on him. That they think he'll he'll end up being really good. Um, you know, I think they've they've got some players that they probably feel good about. Look, they signed Brockers. Um, Trey Flowers was a, a free agent from a few years ago. He's a nice player. He just can't be the guy. He's not a dominant pass rusher. He's more of a multi-positional D lineman who fits into a scheme where you move people around. Um, you know, I think they've expected more from Jelani Tabai, who they d- was drafted in the second round a few years ago at linebacker, and he hasn't reached that level in the secondary. You know, I think they look. They drafted Akuda with the third pick in the draft. He was in and out of the lineup last year due to injury. He had some struggles and uh, assimilating and acclimating to the league. So, you know, th- they have players that I think they feel good about, and they really focused on defense in the draft. That's the one area they went hard on. After they drafted Sewell, they went really hard. They drafted Anwar Zeriki from Washington with their second pick, who I loved his college tape. They drafted Aline McNeil from NC State, another player whose tape I liked. Um the player I probably liked the most that they drafted was Derek Barnes in the fourth round from Purdue. I, I thought he was a fascinating prospect. He was a pass rusher two years ago in college playing on the ball. And then he moved to an off the ball stack backer this year at Purdue and really flashed on tape. I love their draft.
0: I, I mean, their dudes, they got every guy they got is a physical. Yeah. I, I love the way they drafted. And Malin
2: Fonwu was their third round pick and, you know, he's he's a big physical corner. What about, Greg, the Green Bay Packers? They really
0: have primarily the same team as a year ago. They should get Bakhtiari back at left tackle. No Corey Lindsley. Yes. So they're going to move Elton Jenkins to center and put John Runyon at left guard. They still have the same receivers, still have the same running backs, although Jamal Williams is gone. They'll get more out of A.J. Dillon. They do have a new defensive coordinator, and they did take Eric Stokes in the first round.
2: Yeah, and, and the defensive coordinator is Joe Barry, who's been around the league but, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned the O-line. They drafted O-linemen. So I think there's going to be a little bit of a competition there because Josh Myers came out of Ohio State, played center of the last two years, good prospect. That's a second-round pick. Um, Royce Newman came out of Ole Miss, a fourth-round pick. He played uh, right tackle at Ole Miss. So he's, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think – Let's keep a couple of things in mind. We certainly don't know the Aaron Rodgers situation, uh, but they drafted Jordan Love in the first round in 2020. They drafted A.J. Dillon in the second round in 2020. I, whoever made those picks, whether it was the head coach, whether it was the GM, whether it was a collaboration, I think that tells you something about how they see what they are. Um Now, Rodgers, I thought, had a phenomenal season a year ago, really, truly one of his best seasons. Um, If he's not there, uh, Love will likely be the quarterback. And why did they draft A.J. Dillon in the second round at the time when they had Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, who, of course, has gone now to Detroit? I think they see themselves as a run-first football team, that that's the foundation of what they're going to do. So. They're going to be a fascinating team to watch. Yeah, I would agree with that. And uh, I'll just tell them, careful
0: what they wish for, with swapping out D coordinators. You know, they they were a top 15 defense the second half of the year last year, and then you're going to get rid of Pettin and bring in Joe Barry. I, I'm not sure I really quite understood that one, but we shall see. What about, last but not least, Greg, the Minnesota Vikings, who I'll be talking about this kid, Christian Darisau, a little bit later in the show. They also drafted Wyatt Davis, Kellen Mond, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, the O-line, still an area of concern for them. And defensively, is interesting for them because they're getting a bunch of guys back. Yeah, Michael Pierce opted out. Hunter was hurt. Doesn't like his contract, but let's assume he plays... You know, they're getting some guys back on that side of the ball.
2: No question. And there are some guys that, uh, obviously, Donnell Hunter missed all of last season. Um, he's a good player. Uh, they drafted Patrick Jones from Pittsburgh, who was, has really good traits, but just did not show them as often as you would like. And then Chaz Serrat is a player I really, really liked out of North Carolina. He was a linebacker, third round pick, but, but they get, uh, Bar will be back healthy. Um, you know Kendricks is a good player. I think the all these young corners uh are a year older. They obviously signed Patrick Peterson, who I don't think is exactly what he was, but he's still a quality corner um Someone like Jalen Holmes who came out of Ohio State, he flashed at times when he played. I think that they have some really interesting young defensive players that they knew would take time to develop, and they even added to that. Janarius Robinson, Florida State, fourth-round pick, a player whose tape I really like. So there's a lot of defensive pieces here, Ross. How they work together, how they develop will say an awful lot, particularly in the secondary. But they did sign Peterson, and they signed a veteran safety out of Dallas and Xavier Woods. So really – for them, it's going to come down to the O-line and the defense. Because and I think the O-line, O-line – yeah, the O-line is still
0: pretty darn good.
2: Yeah, they feel better about the O-line. I think Darisaw, barring anything unforeseen, he'll step right in a left tackle. I really liked his tape. I think they feel like Brian O'Neill has become a quality right tackle. I think they feel Ezra Cleveland, with another year under his belt, has moved into right guard and done a nice job for them. Uh, Bradbury's a solid player at center. You know, they drafted Wyatt Davis. A lot of people really love this kid and think he's going to end up being the starting left guard sooner than later. Check out
0: this man on social media at Greg Cosell so that you know exactly where to get all of his content like this. Absolutely loving this divisional series. You know, we've never done this before, Greg. We've been doing this for like seven years. We've never gone through and just, you know, in the summer months gotten your thoughts bigger, overarching thoughts on each team. I'm loving this. It's like giving people a preview for the season, a preview for training camps. And right when we finish, training camps will open and we'll have stuff to talk (laughs) about with preseason games. I love it when a plan comes together, Greg.
2: It's crazy, Ross. We're already in June. Training camps open next month. Can you believe it? I love it. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, Ross.
0: Speaking of thanks, do you guys know how to properly thank your father? For everything he's done for you? I do. Myfrontpagestory.com. I mentioned earlier Jan Lehman was the sponsor confirmation email winner. Jan, by the way, is a patron. Patreon.com slash RT Media. But Jan got a story for his twin sister. And his email to me meant a great deal. I asked if I could post on social media. He said absolutely. So I'm sure a lot of you guys saw that. At Ross Tucker NFL. Can't highly encourage you enough to get your dad a story from myfrontpagestory.com. Nobody ever knows what to get their dad for Father's Day. This is what you should get them. I promise you will not regret it. Tux
1: Takes. Good morning, Ross. Let's start with some transactions. 49ers signed tight end, Miko Pruitt. Miko? Miko? How do you pronounce that? Miko. Mecole, okay. Jaguars signed Nick Sorensen to be their special teams coordinator and Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski announced that Miles Myle, Garrett has retired from basketball.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll start with Michael Pruitt. Mecole Pruitt, gosh. now I just m- messed it up. Anyway, Mecole Pruitt, you know, he's got some athleticism and he'll get after you as a blocker. And the fact that the Niners like him, that's good enough for me. Nick Sorensen, the guy I played against. So always interesting to see him get hired as a special teams coordinator. And yes, I saw Miles Garrett go behind the back and dunk on this guy. And Miles Garrett is an absolute beast. I mean, he is—he's a top five physical phenom in the NFL. He can't be doing that. He can't be playing pickup basketball against a bunch of random guys and dunking. What if he landed wrong? What if he what if these guys fell and he landed on top? I mean, the guy's making twenty-five million dollars a year. Guess what happens if he gets hurt playing basketball? They don't have to pay him a dime. Not a dime, it says in the contract. You can't play basketball. Or at least you can't get hurt playing basketball. So uh we won't be seeing that again. Tux
1: takes. Got some rookie injury news as well. Bears wide receiver Daz Newsom broke his collarbone. And you alluded to it earlier. Vikings tackle Christian Dariso still out with a groin injury.
0: So, as for Newsom, I mean, he must have fallen. It's kind of hard to break your collarbone without shoulder pads on, but he must have just fallen to the ground or gotten taken to the ground to break his collarbone. As it relates to Christian Dariso, I saw a tweet from Tom Pellicero yesterday saying that it's not a new injury. It's related to the core muscle surgery he had back in January. Woo, woo, woo. That's a red flag for me. Brian had that surgery back in 2000. He should not be still having issues in June from a core muscle surgery back in January. Now, look, I'll talk with Dr. Chow or somebody. But I've never heard that before. That many months later, it's scar tissue. That's concern. I'd rather he just pulled his groin than having issues related to a surgery from January. Keep your eyes on that one. Tuck
1: Stakes. All right, not sure why we're talking about this, but, um, well, I'll let you talk about it. It's the CFL. The Edmonton franchise changed their name to the Elks. Why did this catch your attention?
0: So... Two reasons. Number one, I have to be honest. I did not know that their previous name, which was the Eskimos, I did not know that that was evidently offensive to some people, Bry. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm pleading ignorance here. You know, I know Washington got rid of their name, and I knew, I knew that there had been a lot of issues that people had. With the nickname the Redskins for years, which is why Washington changed it. We know in other sports, there's Braves and Chiefs and Indians, whatever. I, I, had, I had no idea that Eskimos was offensive to some. That's number one. Uh, but evidently it is. I don't think they would have changed the name otherwise. And then number two, do you know what the plural
1: of elk is, Bry? All right, so this is – it's obviously not elks because that would have been easy. So I'm just going to say elk. Correct. It's elk. Like sheep or deer. Right. Okay.
0: Like I I don't understand how they're the Edmonton elks. That would be like the Denver deers. Right. (laughs) Or the San Antonio sheeps. What (laughs) are we talking about here? I'm thoroughly confused. The Edmonton elks? I'm from Pennsylvania. A group of elk. It's called elk. They're not called elks. I anyway. I, I'm feel like I'm losing my mind. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code Ross. hundred to one odds on these NBA games right now. It's insane. Bet on my Sixers or bet on. By the way, we won the series even without Embiid. Woo woo. This is what I do. By the way, Bry. I don't know if you like this. I'm a Philadelphia fan, right? So Phillies, Sixers, Flyers. I don't really get into the other sports unless the Philadelphia team is good and they're in the playoffs. And then I jump right on like I've watched every game all season. Like, like I've been watching every game for years. It's just not the case. But they're good and it's fun and I'm into it. So bet on them or bet on some other team. Use the code ROSS at DraftKings Sportsbook to get you an email.
2: Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question?
0: Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. So the email address is ross at Tucker.com. One of my favorite things that we do, I get a chance to get different questions from you guys. I would never come up with them on my own. All you have to do is rate and review the show, which is right there in your podcast app. It takes two seconds. You can screenshot it, forward it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, or maybe I'll just start reading the reviews you guys do, and that'll count. But then how are you going to ask me a question? You're still got to ask me a question. What do you got, Brian?
1: Uh Jason, who is a sponsor confirmation winner from a couple of weeks ago, asks, hey, Ross, thanks for picking me. I really don't want anything, but I do have a question. A while back, I picked up listening to the Hazard Ground podcast from you. My favorite part about that show is – beginning where people say how or why they joined a certain branch of the military. Now, a lot of times it has to do with a certain recruiter being a jerk or out to lunch or whatever. I ended up choosing the Army mostly because of convenience, but picked field artillery as my job because of the whopping $2,500 sign-up bonus that they had at the time. Now, my question for you is this. If football would not have worked out in college and you decided to enlist, what branch and or military occupation do you think you would have chosen it? Wow, Jason, really good question.
0: Um, Thank you for your service so much. Can't thank you guys enough. I think you all know how I feel about our servicemen and women, how I feel about doing the Army games on TV, etc. You know, I don't know what I would have thought back then, but I'm pretty sure I would have picked the Army. I'm not really the flying planes type. I'm not really a big boat guy. I think I would have picked the army. My grandfather was a captain in the U.S. Army. That was his career. My mom was an army brat, born in Fort Lewis, Washington, graduated Fort Knox, Kentucky. So I kind of have the army in my blood. So I'm pretty sure, Jason, I would have picked the army. As for occupation... It's funny because I always see the Army football players and what, what, what uh, they end up getting, what their jobs are um, when they have a big uh, branch day where they find all that stuff out. Um, I think I would probably do field, field artillery as well. I'd have to go through all of them to see what the other ones are, but I would like to be in the action. Like if I went in the army, I I would want to, I I want to be in the action. So I think I think just like you, Jason, I think I would have been field artillery in the U.S. Army. Shout outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sporta Culture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com. Plenty of other shows to check out this week. Make you know we have thirty minutes of on demand audio or video content for you seven days a week. Business of Sports. Even Money, Fantasy Feast, College Draft. You guys got it. You want it? You got it. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 100 Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.